Hi friends, what a week it's been. I just wanted to take a quick moment before we dive into the episode to give a special shout out to Dante Topo, Eleanor Hobson, and Eden Palomino for their generous contributions to this podcast. I bought groceries this week. It was amazing. I know things are crazy right now, so all of your patronage really means the world to me. If you are interested in donating, you can catch my Venmo in the episode notes and an official Patreon account for the podcast should be up and running within a week or so. We are almost done with the recordings from last year and a few of you have asked me if I will be conducting new interviews soon. The answer to that is of fucking course. I already have a great lineup of guests to interview over the phone while in quarantine, and we're going to be discussing a lot of very fun topics. If you have a particularly funny story about sexual awakenings or puberty, I want to hear it, and I'm pretty sure our listeners do too. You can email me at sexualawakeningspod at gmail.com, all one word. And without further ado, that do it for you. Episode three, Lost in Your Eyes with Eric Solis. Hello and welcome to That Do It For Ya, a sexual awakenings podcast about why we're like this. I'm Aurelia Grierson, and every episode I interview a guest about the media that made them horny for the first time, and how and if they carry that with them today. This is a sex-positive podcast with swear words and mentions of characters I do not own. Hello and welcome to this episode of That Do It For Ya, a sexual awakenings podcast about why we're like this, and I am here with my friend and roommate and occasional background noisemaker, Eric Solis. Hi. I was scared what the end of that sentence was going to be, occasional what? <laughs> what do I, I do thought we were going to say occasional lover. I was like... <laughs> and my occasional lover, Eric Solis. We already talked about how I don't have the propane and propane accessories that you're looking for. That I need from a man <laughs> exactly. to really be happy. Exactly. So no, not my lover, just someone who has made background noise in mm. episodes past. Well, actually, I think you should release this one first, and then release the other one so that I was an intruder in. One. Yes. So then people will have context for who I am. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. So what are we talking about today? Uh, well, first, I'm going to ask you first, before we get into that, uh, how did we meet? How do we know each other? School, I, I guess. I think about that a lot. You know, you think about... I, I, we should have like a, a much grander like how we met story, but it was just we showed up at school at the same time. To me, it met. is grand, and the fact oh. that you said that it isn't was so hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> it I was remember... very uneventful, and you mean nothing to me. <laughs> I remember the exact moment. Oh, I guess it was at my work, wasn't it? Was it was at your work. Oh, and it was at. <laughs> you were seeing a show where I worked, and I was the yes. house manager. Yes. And. I saw you at the show. Yeah. And I'd seen you around school before. Uh-huh. You, you were that new girl. Yes. And new girl. For like a good two years, you were that new girl. I, I don't... was, I'd only been there like a month. Yeah. Oh, but you mean like after that? After, I was... after the fact. Yeah, I no, remember I'm people s- are like that new girl Aurelia, and I'm, I'm like, still it's been two that years. New girl. <laughs> Forever. Um, but no, you, I remember it. You knew my name somehow, and I got really spooked. Because it was on the ticket when you came to the show. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And also I knew you because you were in like three of my classes. Yeah, and yeah, three, we were in classes together and also The Green Show and Secret Garden. Yeah. So we just were spending a lot of time together, not by choice. So I kind of just made the decision arbitrarily of like, well, if they're going to be around a lot, I might as well like... Be friends. Be friends. I, I feel... I had like the same feeling. I was like, well, I this is the person I'm going to see the most. I feel like I'd better make that by choice. Yeah. 
And so, what what did I say to you? Because <laughs> you seem to remember it better than I, I do. I just remember it being so... I, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but I remember it being rather odd. You That's were... <laughs> not... I, 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 I take that in stride. You said, your name is Aurelia Grierson. And I was like, yes. How do you know? Not, <laughs> you're Aurelia Grierson, right? Like, as a no, question. You, like, as a, a statement. It was a statement. That was the weird, first weird thing. <laughs> And then you're like, we're in Green Show together. And I was like, oh. And then you were like, and Secret Garden. And I was like, oh. And then you were like, and clowning. And I was like, oh no, I really should know who this person is. <laughs> oh, had you not had you not noticed me yet? No. Had I not been on your radar? No, you weren't. I mean, I was meeting so many new people at that point. I hadn't even met uh, Krista yet, who has been mentioned on this podcast before. Who will get their episode? They're coming. But you just knew so many things about me, and we had so many classes together, and I hadn't noticed you, and I felt terrible. So then maybe to compensate for my guilt, I started paying extra attention to you. <laughs> the first thing was guilt. <laughs> like, well, I mean, as I'm Jewish, of course the first thing is guilt. Oh. But that's how we know each other. And, I mean, it was... Because you, you, were, you were new, and you didn't... I was new. I didn't, you know, didn't anybody. know anybody. I was so overwhelmed all the time, just going into every situation. But now, look and, at us. We live together. Yeah. And we're besties. Yeah. And that's great. And we don't spend too much time we together. We don't spend enough time together. People think that we spend too much time because together. Because I think when we're out in our lives together, I think... I mean, we were at the depression bubble in voice class. Uh-huh. When our professor was like, you and Eric turn into a depression bubble well we're both depressed i know i didn't know what to, to, I didn't know to say to her in that moment i laughed a lot and she was like no this is serious and i'm like well we're both depressed and it's kind of y'all's fault <laughs> <laughs> i didn't say that but i thought it <laughs> but uh no we don't spend too much time together i think we spend either just enough or frankly not enough since we've moved in i think i spend less time with you now that i live with you because than i, I did before we i lived just here. assume that we're gonna see each other at home but we're both really busy right now that's okay though i think it's okay we're busy we're busy blessed and busy yes too blessed to be stressed um oh so- i'm very stressed <laughs> i've never been blessed in my life um let's talk about why we're here eric what 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 made you horny <laughs> Please a lot tell of me. things. Before I get to that, to the to the main thing, okay. There is another thing. I don't know if I've mentioned it before. Oh, I'm scared. There was um, as a kid growing up, I had um, it was like a one a book, big book of like 100 facts and trivia, and it was like every section was like trivia, like trivia about art, trivia about movies, trivia. My favorite section was the section about um, mythology. There was a trivia mythology section because in on that page of the book, there was this like very grand picture of Poseidon, oh, <laughs> the, the god of the god. sea. But it was like not like the Little Mermaid Poseidon, but like a very young, chiseled Poseidon with his trident, <laughs> and like you couldn't really see his like mermaid half. You just kind of saw his like pecs and abs like peeking out of the water. Perfect. And I was so obsessed with that <laughs> that page of the trivia book. Yeah, you would just look at yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> and my mom's like, "Oh, he really likes mythology. We need to like." <laughs> We need to, like, nurture this interest that our child's found. It's not like he has, like, friends that he gets along with at school. He seems to like this book of trivia a lot. Also, um, the medical textbook that we had. Yeah. Did you have one of those? A medical textbook? No. My parents, like, straight up had, like, a a book about sex. Like, for children. Like, talking to your children about sex. That's so progressive. It was pretty progressive. There was, and there were some pictures in it. I remember... 
very specifically, there was a page of the book where they talk about this this mommy and daddy are making love. It feels happy and warm to them. <laughs> it feels happy and warm. I'm like, great. I don't can't say many of my sexual experiences have felt happy or warm. Oh. But no, not in like a sad, not in like a scary way. How much but detail like, did it go into? It went like I think that was about as far as it went in terms of it talked about like sperm and eggs and shit. It was very pretty like technical. Because till I was like I want to say ten, I thought that you'd just put it in the button. That's where babies came from. You've always been gay. Damn. Yeah, you yeah just I put know. Put it in the button. That's where babies come from. And I'm trying. <laughs> and I'm get, and I'm getting nowhere. Every day. Not every getting day. Getting nowhere damn. fast. So, okay, so you had the mythology book, which I, well, maybe when when we launch the Patreon, we'll have a, we'll have a bonus still, episode about that. I wonder if I still have Let's that. Let's find that, that book still. and we'll read it and we'll talk about um, it and have a bonus episode about you and Poseidon. Me and my my daddy BF. You and your daddy BF. Well, I mean, let's talk about, like, I mean, the thing we're going to talk about is sort of sea-related. Yeah, I like guess to... so. So do you remember the TV show Lost? Oh boy, do um, I. On ABC from 2004 to 2010. Yes. Um, all those people were on that plane, mm-hmm. and then that plane crashed. Yes, those poor, beautiful those people. Those poor... I've never seen a plane full of more beautiful people <laughs> than so on Lost. There were so many beautiful people on that plane. How? But, but I mean, then, then the, it ended up being like, oh, they were all there for a reason. I was like, is yeah, it because they were all beautiful? Was the beauty reason? Beautiful. Um, and then they crash, and then a bunch of people die, but not everyone dies. No spoilers. And then there's smoke monsters, and yes. there's polar bears, yes. and there's a there's a hatch, and there's a guy inside the hatch, and then there's also like find out there is a town on the island the whole time. It's just so big they never found it. <laughs> and then there's time travel. And then there's like the afterlife, and then the last season. And it was a big, it was a big ridiculous mess. And I even when the show ended in like 2010, I was like, this is a little too much. <laughs> that was when I was like, <laughs> I've always been very critical of TV shows. And that's when it started. When I think got to the end of Lost, and I was like, like, I wasted my childhood. What garbage mess! With this what stupid, stupid mess. ending. Did you know how the show ended? You told me, but I, I mean. It ended in a church. Yeah, no, you t- it was. It's like a bunch of Jesus. It was a dreams. big Jesus metaphor. I mean, I feel like are we allowed to spoil it because like it's been out for nine yeah, years? no. Also, yeah, no. There's so many better things than Lost on TV now. Totally. I don't know why you would no, go back. Like Lost, but Lost was like very. I wouldn't say ahead of its time, but it was like it spurred. I think like a whole genre of television. It's where the whole like fan theory community came fan from. It started with that because the with internet Lost. was like getting big the same time that right. Lost came out, and then it was all these internet forums and all these theories right like what we do with game of thrones now but like lost was like the inception of that totally but i i have to ask what about it in particular made you horny Ooh, um (laughs) the boys because on the island they always had their shirts off and they were like building houses and they were like caring for the women on the island It was very three very different men, and I liked all of them for very different reasons. Who were your three boys? There was Jack. He was the doctor. He was like the very like the straight edge. Like I have to. He was like I'm a leader. I have to save these people. I have to take (laughs) care of all these people. There was Sawyer, who was the bad boy. Bad boy. And he 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 had a thing for Kate. Yes. And also Jack. Jack had a thing for Kate too. There was it was a love triangle, which was like the not the most interesting thing about the show but for me it was the most interesting because i was very invested in like these three characters but really just just the two boys jack and sawyer you wanted the two boys to yeah yeah and then there was then there was charlie Charlie. who was my favorite no charlie was a big one for me too he was my emo my emo boyfriend who was addicted to heroin yes yeah i mean dominic monaghan 
was like a huge part of my sexual awakening, like full stop. Because you had him from Lord of the Rings, yeah, which, which I will, which I was not raised on. We'll talk someday. I will talk about Lord of the Rings, and it's not what you think. Mm-hmm. Um, but they throw the D- ring in the Dominic volcano, right? Monic- that's what it's that's, about. That's what it's about. But my my thing about Lord of the Rings, like whenever anyone asks me a, a, like about it, they always assume it's Aragorn or. Legolas, but it is not. Was it Pippin? It was Merry and Pippin. Pippin. So that's, yeah, it's, it's not what you think, but mm-hmm. it is Merry and Pippin. So Dominic Monaghan was a huge part of my yeah. sexual awakening, too. And Dominic Monaghan was a huge part of my sexual awakening, too. Oh my god, too. I'm so glad we have this in common. You can't see this, but we're holding hands. <laughs> there's a beer in my and other hand. There's a beer in the other hand. Yeah, I just, I, I loved the mystery of it all. Mm. And then, uh, spoilers, Charlie died. Charlie like, died and I stopped watching. I kept going because I still had Jack and Sawyer. Yeah, you cared. But, like, Charlie Charlie was, like, you know, I had, like, sexual crushes on Jack and Sawyer, but I was, like, in love with Charlie. Right. I was, was, like, in love with that character. He was all of our drug addict boyfriends. He had issues, but he was, like, working through them. He really wanted to be, like, And he met Claire on the island, and, like, he wanted to be a father, and he really wanted to turn his life around, and it was, like... He did, he, like, everything that was wrong about his life off the island, he finally got right on the island, just in time for him to fucking die. And I was so upset so when he was gone. you have a thing for damaged boys? Yeah. Do you, yeah. <laughs> so, like, do we feel like that's, like, there's, like, a, there's, like, a connection here? Because, like, I know that watching it, I felt like Claire really, like, fixed Charlie. And this yeah. idea that you can, like, fix a person. Yeah. Yeah. Claire, Claire was that. I was, Claire was like my surrogate character. Yes, like, we were all Claire because we all just wanted Charlie to I'm be I'm this our... Australian woman with a baby who like meets this emo rocker boyfriend. <laughs> That's you. Yeah, it was, there was, some, I think there's something, something to the idea that like this show had all this mystery and all this intrigue and you never really knew what was going on and why these things were happening. And at the same time, I was also watching this show and like... <laughs> these boys were on the show and I also was like feeling all this mystery and intrigue about like why they were so interesting to me. Yes. Um, I was like, oh, this, this what a mystery. Why, why am I hard watching, <laughs> these, watching these? Cause there was that episode, there was one episode where like Kate finally decides that she's like going to get with Sawyer and she like, she like walks in the tent and she like literally like he's, he's getting he's laying in, he's laying down and then she walks in through the she like pulls the flap and then she like just bends over and straddles him and then she like takes off her shirt and then sawyer's like yeah and then like this, <laughs> and then the scene cuts and then you never you don't see what happens but sex happens yeah yeah that's how you know that sex happens but that was one of those scenes that i like would rewind and watch over and over again on that show oh my god um and I wasn't like this wasn't a show that I watched with my parents either. It wasn't like oh, my family introduced. You got it's to like watch I, it alone. I found it on my own when I was way too young to be watching that show. But my 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 parents didn't care. They they couldn't get into it. But they let you I was you super watch it. into it. And I I my parents made the big mistake of letting me have a computer in my room when I was like too young to have a computer oh, in my room. No, they trusted you too much. They trusted me way too much. I mean, and yeah, I was like watching porn and like looking at teens. <laughs> And boobies sure. and all that stuff. Sure. But at the same time, I was watching Lost on Hulu on my computer in my bedroom. Right, and just imagining the. And my parents would see me movie. watching Lost. They'd be like, "Well, at least he's not watching porn. He's watching a good. Sh- <laughs> he's watching a good fun show." They liked that I liked Lost, and then my my parents like 
my mom, I think, like tried to watch the last season of the show, having not seen you the can't f- jump first in the five last seasons. One. It's like you can't jump in now. But then it was like I spent most of the time explaining stuff to her, and I think she liked that I was like there explaining a show she to just, her. Yeah, she just wanted your attention. <laughs> hmm. I'm meeting a pocky. Listeners at home, in case I'm you can hear me crunch. Drinking my soft, We're snacking. Soft core hard We're apple snacking. cider. We're snacking. Hmm. I mean, okay. It so. was also the show. Like, I, I had another thing. I was oh yeah, gonna go say. on. This was also the show that got me into fan fiction on the internet. Oh. Because there was so much lost fan fiction. Tell me about the lost fan fiction. Oh, the, the, the Jack Sawyer stuff. Did you read a lot of that? Oh, yeah. Lots of Jack Sawyer. Lots of lots of Charlie Jack stuff. I remember because the show gets into, like, parallel universes at the end. We're like, there's a universe. It's a separate universe where we never crashed on the island, but we all met and we all have these kinds of lives instead. So then, like, the fan fiction community exploded and there was this one specific opus of a fan fiction that was, like, the lost characters, but if they all went to ballet school together. <gasps> Wait! Okay, bonus episode! <laughs> bonus and episode, was, we're finding this in And it was, it. like, Jack, Jack was the new, like, the new dancer at this ballet school and like Sawyer was like the top of the class and like Sawyer was super jealous of Jack but then they fell in love together oh my god oh no I and it was so bad it. I loved it because this, it was like bad story but like the sex stuff that they wrote was so good yeah I mean I remember reading fic a little bit I, I mean if I'm being completely honest mm-hmm. I read Spring Awakening fic ooh that was always my my go-to. Did you have the bootleg? Did you have all the bootlegs of Spring Awakening? I had all the bootlegs of Spring Awakening. And every I read single cast, every variation. Every cast, every variation was super obsessed. Was it like set in, in oh, universe? Yeah, no, it was, it was like... never, there was never, it was never AU. It was uh-huh. always like in like <laughs> where it was set. My ship of, I had two ships of dreams, obviously Moritz, Ilsa, and then Ilsa Vendla. Ooh. Yeah. Ilsa Vendla. Yeah. That was... I you weren't you weren't you weren't Ernst Townshend. I was, but not as much as I, I. It always involved Elsa, obviously, because Elsa was like it for me. So then when our friend played Elsa <laughs> in our college production, did that do it for you? Oh, that did it. Did for me. that do it for did you? That, I mean, I mean, Krista knows. <laughs> Krista knows <laughs> that it did it for you. But wait, back to Lost. Though. Okay, what was your ship of dreams? My Ship of Dreams? In Lost. Me and Charlie. You and Charlie. But, like, in the oh. show, was it Sawyer and Jack? It was... It was, it was really just Charlie and anybody. I remember, um... Did you ever get to um, Daniel Faraday in the show? He was a character that showed up later in the series who was, like, a scientist that just showed up, and I don't even remember why he was, was there. Was it pre-Charlie death or post I think Charlie it might death? have been... I think he was like he came in near the end of the third season, then Charlie died, and then he was like a main character for like the fourth, fifth, and sixth seasons. It sounds vaguely familiar, but honestly, I don't. It's been a long time since I, I watched this show. I don't remember a ton about the show. I do remember this moment you're talking about with Kate and Sawyer, but I did think for some reason that like she ultimately chose Jack. Boone, but... remember Boone? That's who really did it for me. That's he was who really only did it in the first him. season. He was only in the first season, and he had a weird thing with his sister. Yeah, Shannon. And then, and then he died. Shannon died too, right? Yeah, Shannon died after Boone did, and I thought it needed to be reversed, because I could not stand her. They both sucked. I hated them. You love Boone. I forget forget that actor's name who played Boone, but he had beautiful eyes, a Mm -hmm. beautiful face. And like, him and Charlie didn't interact on the show very much together. Also, Saeed, I just can't remember all the hot people that were on the show. I think we need to like, rank these men. 
Uh-huh. Okay, so Charlie. Charlie's number, number one, one, obviously. I would say probably Sawyer after that. Yeah. Although that that guy had longer hair, and like longer hair does not do it for me. You like a clean um, cut boy. Also, can we have a, a spinoff podcast that didn't do it for you? <laughs> what yes. didn't do it for you that as a kid? Didn't do it for for you. me, it was men with long longer hair. Not okay. long hair, but like shoulder length, longer than shoulder I length think- hair. Here's my thing, and this has always been my thing about mm-hmm. cisgendered men with longer hair, is that it's either so beautiful or so horrendous, and it all depends on what shoes they're wearing. Whoa. Think about that. Like, okay, look at my shoes I'm wearing right now. You couldn't have long hair. I Not couldn't. that they're horrendous shoes. They're fine shoes. But, but you have to have, like, like suede dress shoes. Like, you have to have, yeah, you have to have nice shoes it has to ha- has to have a has to have a sheen but can't look greasy or gross You're right because then your hair is gonna look greasy and gross yeah. and i don't like longer hair on cis mm-hmm. men mm-hmm. but i mean that's a personal preference thing i didn't feel like his hair was too long though yeah. sawyer's but um i mean the whole thing about lost is like they're on an island so they don't have showers or like no. clean anything and so they they're like bathe in the sea Yep, you have to keep reminding yourself, like, everyone probably smells horrendous. Ugh, on this yeah, show. and they're fucking what? And yet, they, and yet, like, they all still look beautiful. They all like, still look beautiful. Kate walking out of her tent, like, a full face of makeup on somehow. All their armpits always shaved. Yeah. I remember thinking. Unrealistic expectations for survivors of plane crashes, let me tell unrealistic. you. Unrealistic. Well, no, I was going to say something that I think about when I think about Lost, in particular, to your awakening. Is that there's like a, there's a lot of exa- like it's a show that like definitely leans into toxic masculinity. There are no gay characters. No, it's two thousand four. Right, Where not a single gonna... gay person on that plane, um, or survived. Anyway. I think that there were like girls kissed at one point, but like they weren't gay about it. They were just like of gals. Of course, just gals being pals. Mm-hmm. And I think about you know the dad and Walt and... It was always father-son relationships. There was oh, never, there was like, just... a mother-daughter relationship. Mothers no. were never an I mean, important Claire part of the show. I mean, Claire and her mom, but, like, that was only in flashback. And, like, all the men were either just, like, violent or, like, saviors. Because then the whole, it was, like, the whole thing was, like, when we're on an island and, like, there's no laws and rules, like, right. what monsters are, are we inside truly? Yeah, no, true. And, like, everyone's a violent asshole. Right. There's all... And I... And I but yet, and then I think the only really exception to these very kind of stereotypical and boring masculinity tropes are Charlie and Hurley. Oh, Hurley! I forgot about Hurley. Oh, forget about Hurley. Hurley didn't do it for me. I'm sorry, Hurley. It's okay. He he was he was a sweet guy. He was a, a character that I loved, but but he was also too nice to ever really be in danger. So I never was worried anything was going to happen. To right, him. and in this, I think it's uh, I think there's sort of a weird. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? There's something like a survivalist fetish stuff mm-hmm. happening in Lost that I think people like Hurley don't really fit into that mold. Mm-hmm. I think it's great that he's a character that was on the mm-hmm. show because of that, but like I understand why he didn't do it for you because next to these like gods and heroes. Mm-hmm. Saeed. Saeed. But yeah, and I think I, I do think that Charlie doesn't quite fit into that mold. Mm-hmm. Dominic Monaghan is a more feminine looking mm-hmm. man more 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 a boy than a man mm. which is another whole thing That's for a, me oh yeah i think it's it's worth it, it look in like i always thought it was super interesting that i was way more into charlie than i was into jack or into sawyer mm-hmm. and this is like a pattern in my life where i don't i i i have a, a, a more effeminate taste in men would you say the same mm-hmm. is true for you i think so i mean i like gay men Right, and that's a different... Clearly. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, that's not entirely true, actually. I was actually. Say, like, I that's had a... not true. You've definitely had crushes on straight people. I know you have. 
But like, you know, like you you know what I mean though. Like your stereotypical like man's man. Man's man. Like when I'm I, a doctor. Like I know. Like when I tell a lot of my friends, particularly like my women and fe- women and femme friends, like oh, this is the person I like. There's a lot of judgment because they aren't um like a man. That's unfair. It's very unfair. You have your tastes. I do. And I've gotten in a lot of shit for liking shorter men. Yeah, people get mad at me when I say the only person in the world I'm attracted to is Dominic Monaghan, and they're like, that's an unrealistic expectation. How are you ever going to be happy? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> when you're in love no, with this straight Australian man who's never even been to America. All of the men I have ever loved have just been facsimiles of Dominic Monaghan. <laughs> that's not true. Though, now that I'm thinking about it, is that true? Can you believe that that cast got to just live on Hawaii for like six years of their life yeah, to make a TV fuck? show? What the fuck? I cannot believe. And then, wait, didn't Dominic Monaghan date Evangeline Lilly? I think so. God, lucky woman. Lucky him. Oh, but also, I have another memory now of, I remember searching a lot of like, on, on set, like, photos of these actors, but they were like, apparently, I forget the actor who plays Jack, but he like never wore underwear. Oh! So you could always, like, see, like, a VPL. Uh, What's a VPL? A visible penis line. <gasps> I think it's what that leaks up. I've never heard that term before. Visible penis line, visible penis outline. VPL. VPL. It's when you can, like, you can, like, just see it all. You I can wish... see it all. Nothing's left to the imagination. It's I all just there. I wish that I'd had that term when we were in voice class. <laughs> Everyone showing up at 8.30. Everyone showing up at 8.30 with their VPL. Their sweatpants. Their and... sweatpants and their VPL. I always wore underwear to voice class because I knew that that would be a thing if I didn't. If I didn't bother with that. I mean, by the end of our two years together, I feel like I could pretty much like accurately describe the dicks in our class. Mm-hmm. Maybe, is that is that not an okay thing to say? Am I going to get in trouble for saying that? I mean, are they going to listen to this podcast? No, no, of course not. Are we going to like name them by name, first no, and last name, their not. addresses and their home lives? No, of course not. All right. I think we're fine then. Okay, cool. I'm glad. So... <laughs> but I remember I looked at a lot of pictures of Matthew Fox. That was that was the that actor was the actor's name. Okay, got it. Matthew Fox um, had lots of EPL pictures. I would look at those a lot. Not a lot of Dominic Monaghan, but I feel like I do remember now seeing like pictures of him and Evangeline Lilly like holding hands together all yeah. the time. Yeah. And then he hosted like a, a Steve Irwin esque like wildlife show. He I think did? on like Animal Planet. What? He he was like a nature boy. And he was like, he would like handle like alligators and crocs and snakes, oh, and that I was like a TV show. I, re- I remember not watching it. I remember like the animals didn't do it for me, so I didn't watch. <laughs> what did-, but did the animal of that man do it for you? Mm-hmm. I have a question. So when Lost came out, were you out? Did you know you were gay oh, no. to yourself? Oh, out, out to myself. Were you out to yourself? Oh. I feel like that was. I think about this sometimes and how there was never really the moment where it hit me. Mm-hmm. There was never like a brick didn't come through my window that said you're gay on it. Like that wasn't <laughs> how it happened. It just no. kind of slowly over time, like a bunch of different, a bunch of different things of like my sister would have her friends over to watch in sync all the time. And I was always <laughs> super interested. And, and your sister's friends. And my sister was like, get the fuck out of here, Eric. I'm like, but like, you're watching a fun thing. And it was like half of like, I wanted to have my sister's friends because I didn't have friends and also they were watching In Sync, and I wanted to watch Justin Timberlake oh. um, dance, singing and dancing. That was a thing. I told you about like that one time I like 
kissed a boy at a party in in front yeah. of in front of like all my friends and family and everyone saw it and everyone like shamed me for it. That would be so sad. And, but that really that was a moment where I, I definitely didn't know. Right. I didn't know that. I I did that out of impulse and then afterwards went, "Oh, I guess that was wrong then, but oh. it didn't feel wrong." Um Poor baby. But I think I mean watching Lost, it was always I I I knew and I didn't question it. I I never had um I never tried to, to not be gay. I never tried to like squash my feelings. You I never, never dated a woman. Never, never dated a woman. I never even tried as a kid. There was never like, oh, I need to sometimes, you know, guys will talk about like they would masturbate and think about guys, but then when they come, they would like uh, think about boobs really fast and then like it's not gay. <laughs> it's not gay if you're thinking about boobs when you come, so it's okay. Wow. I never the did that. Gymnastics. <laughs> um so it all it kind of just Things happened, and then one day I went, oh, I guess I'm in too deep now to really, like, <laughs> say that this isn't a real thing. I guess I am gay now. I guess I'm just going to, like, keep watching Lost and <laughs> jerk off to Sawyer X Charlie fan fiction <laughs> that I find on the internet. Oh, yay. Because I didn't, I mean, I didn't I didn't watch the show when it started. And to, I was a couple years into the show that I started watching, and then it ended in 2010. And 2010, that was like junior high school for me, and I definitely knew. You knew by junior by then. By junior high. I didn't come out to anybody. I will say till like my freshman year of high school. Okay. But like I, I knew it was one of those things. Like I always knew. I knew as as far back as I can remember. I can never remember. But you thought people got pregnant through their butt. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought about those two things together. <laughs> but I guess, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so I guess to to wrap up, because we've almost been talking for a half an hour here. We can go longer than I this. I know we can, generally. Oh. And we're going to once you stop recording. I know. We're still going to keep talking because we're not together. We and... don't have to wrap up at all. I just okay. want to tie this back. I guess, how do you feel that lost fit into your discovery of yourself was it, sort of, or was it already embedded in there? Was it something that you were, like, hyper aware of? Like, just in terms of your queerness? Or was it... I mean, just... look at all the stuff I watch now. Like, it's not too <laughs> dissimilar from Lost. Yeah. Like, Mr. Robot. And what else? What else do you see me watch? Like, Mindhunter. Mind all of these, like, prestige mystery drama. Mm -hmm. Like, very dramatic. Very, very much, like... In a world where there's like a mythology and a you love lore, lore, yeah, stuff with lore. And Lost was the first like Lost lore has thing. Lore. And like, I think it's I think it's interesting that I that Lord of the Rings was not a thing that did it for me. Yeah, that is interesting. And I don't really know why. I think it was because my my parents took me to see the first one in theaters, and I got really spooked by it, and so they didn't take oh. me to two to the two that came out after that. And I've still never seen Return of the King. I know, which is like. <laughs> We're gonna... An original sin that I think I cannot I cannot atone for no matter like you no do matter what. have to I, I I always forget that you're younger than I am so it I mean I wasn't born until 2005 so like <laughs> bullshit <there's> a... <laughs> <laughs> no but you okay I was born 92 you were born 95 okay so when I when Lord of the Rings came out I was like oh when did it come out 2000 it was like 2001 two and three right because they came out Consecutively. Did they come out consecutively? Yeah, one, two, and three. I feel like, for some reason, I felt like Return of the King came out later than that. I could be wrong, though. But that was, so 2000, that would have been, put me, like, fourth through seventh grade. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you know, peak. 
peak awakening peak hours. Awa- <laughs> peak awakening hours were, peak were Lord of the Rings. I wasn't afraid of it at all. Like, it didn't scare me, but it did, you know... Do it for you? It did do it for me. Mm-hmm. And I really am going to make you watch Return of the King, and then we're going to talk about it, mm-hmm. because I need to talk about well, what Return happens of the is, King. I, I want to watch it, but I always say, okay, I'm going to watch fellowship i'm gonna watch two towers if you've and then seen... after that then i'm gonna watch return of the king because i can't just go to return of the king because i'm not gonna remember the stuff that happened in the first two so i've seen fellowship and two towers so many times but i never it make it to the third one because then i get bored or i get tired or like i get busy <laughs> and then i forget about it and then like two years go by again it doesn't i if you've seen if you've seen fellowship and you've seen two towers in the last three years i have not no. I know. That's what keeps happening. Do you own them? Are they in this home? I don't this own good DVDs, home? but... Do you have the books? I own the books. Don't read the books. Okay. I love the Are books. Are the movies better? But I like the movies better. I know I'm going to get a, like, a, if, if people, like, listen to this... Hey, internet, get ready. <laughs> get ready for some mean comments. Please I know they're already slide into my DMs festering in your tiny little brains. Tell me how wrong I am. No, I liked the movies because the movies had Dominic Monaghan. That's the only reason. And Billy Boyd. That was my dream Devil's Three Way. I had like, <laughs> Billy, I had dreams. Mary Pippin and Aurelia. I had dreams where Mary Pippin and Aurelia was just scouring your Shire. Yeah. Oh, oh boy, were they? <laughs> <laughs> yep. But yeah, it is weird that Lord of the Rings doesn't do it for you. Or maybe we're just too young. Maybe it just wasn't like your. It, just, it wasn't. It wasn't a formative thing for me, and so right. it just doesn't mean the same to me as it means to other people. And right. I know that like nothing's gonna change that. I would have to go back in time. And it's like what you said with Vampire Weekend, right? Yeah, it's like it, it wasn't, wasn't a part a, of your. It Lord. wasn't a formative thing, <laughs> but like all my friends were into it, and like it was cool that my friends were into it, but I wasn't into yeah, it. Yeah, Vampire you know, Weekend. I was. I was watching Lost instead, <laughs> and no one else was watching Lost, really? and so I, not none of my friends were. Oh no! It was a grown-up show. My friends were still watching like. I love New York and Flavor of Love I on MTV, too. and I loved. <laughs> I love New York. I love New York. I love New York. Tiffany Pollard. Tiffany Pollard. What a really did it for me. What let a me character. Tell you. What a character. Remember the other night when we went bowling and we had to explain that show to people. I've never been more shamed. I was so excited. <laughs> it's it's. It's Flavor Flav looking for love. Mm, aren't we all <laughs> yeah. Flavor Flav looking for love? Deep down, yes. Something about those shows, too, like, all of, when I was, like, two, shows that seemed like they were very clearly made for teenagers, but about adults, like, on dating shows falling in love with each other on these teen channels. I have, what were they getting at? I have a really vivid, I have really vivid memories of um, going to my friend Sophie's house, and we would sit on this, like, very round chair that kind of looked like a Tylenol, and we would, at this little TV in her downstairs living room, and we would watch Flavor of Love, and Rock of Love, and I Love New York, and Next. Did you watch Next? Oh, I watched Next. I loved Next. I remember the first time I ever felt represented in the media was the gay episode of they Next. They had gay episodes. And it was just the, the gayest little twinks you've ever seen. Oh, and the and weird things they'd say, like, getting, mm-hmm. like, on the bus. What a fucked up concept. What? And, like, literally... I'm, I still go on dates today and I'm afraid that they're gonna say next in the middle gonna of it. they're next to you. Yeah. And yeah, they could literally, like, I remember sometimes people would get off the bus and they wouldn't even say words to the person mm-hmm. and they'd be like, next. next. And I'm like, oh my god. And look, and now we have Tinder. <gasps> it was a precursor to all of it. Oh my god, the generation that watched next invented, invented tinder oh, and now no. monogamy's over 
Monogamy is done with. All Monogamy right. is canceled. As soon, as soon as the gays get legalized rights, monogamy is canceled. Mm-hmm. Look at that. This is why we have to get rid of gay marriage. All gay rights. <laughs> we need to all stop being gay. Get rid of all the gay rights. Look what... Look, let's just... You know what I think about all the time? I think about the 50s. And I go, God, wasn't that just a great time? No. And like, don't you ever just wish we could like all just go back to the 50s and just be straight and white and have our homes? With our good wives and kids and dogs. There's still racism and homophobia. Why don't you just drink a milkshake? <laughs> that feels like a good place to end. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, do you have anything that you want to plug? Um, I mean, I have things in my room that I can plug myself with, but I don't think you want to do that on a podcast. Where can our listeners see you coming up soon? I don't want anyone to see me. You don't want to talk about that? <laughs> you can see me on Instagram at uh, Eric of the Sun. Yes. And I have a Twitter. I don't know what my do Twitter is. Do you have is. a Twitter? I do have a Twitter. What I said that like it was a question. You were on Twitter. I was on it today. I don't tweet much anymore. I'm I'm a, I'm a silent observer on mm. on most social medias mm-hmm. as I am in all of my real life interactions with most people. I am <laughs> nigh n- but a silent observer. <laughs> But you're also in a show coming up here. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm in. I'm in Macbeth at you the Oregon. I guess. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Come see Macbeth at the Oregon Shakespeare Festival. There you go. And uh, I, I guess come to come to our house. Come to our a, house. Come one hang out. Th- Shut up! Apartment. I'm gonna have to bleep that. <laughs> Just come, come say hi anytime you like. One of us are usually here. <laughs> Is that true? Or maybe uh, Eric's bunny Freckle will answer yeah. the door for you. <laughs> or my cat Tim. All right. Well, thank well, you so much. Do you much. have like a, like a sign off? Like I don't a... really have a sign off, but I do have my like ending bit where I tell people that they can't follow me on Twitter because I'm hiding from my work. Let's make let's make what's a, what's a good what's a good sign off for your podcast. No, no, that's already (laughs) taken. That's That's already taken. It's copyrighted. Um, Um, Well, Eric, this did it for me. Did it do it for you? Oh, it did it for me. Thank you. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Well, that did it for me. Hope it did it for you. Thank you so much for listening. That Do It For You is created by Aurelia Gerson, edited by Aurelia Gerson, with the understanding that I am not technologically savvy, with visual designs by Margaret Chambers. You can't follow me on Twitter because I'm hiding from my job, and my Instagram is personal but searchable. Tune in next time.